Welcome to episode three of In the Kitchen with Cosima. Today's topic, easy as pie. Is pie easy? Yes. Yes, it is. Today, we're going to talk about pie crusts. Are they hard? No. No, they're not. I first learned to make pie crusts when I was but a wee little girl of nine. My mom taught me using a Betty Crocker cookbook. I know, pretty cliche, right? How to cut the shortening in. It should look a lot like wet sand when you're done. Then how to add the water a little bit of time until it forms a sticky ball. Then I learned how to take that ball and roll it out into a thin round crust. Too thin and it won't stand up to the filling. Too thick and the filling to crust ratio is way off. Once the crust is rolled, it needs to make it to the pie plate. The easiest way to do that is to roll it back up on the rolling pin, move it over to your pie plate and slowly unroll it while you're tucking it into the curves of the pan. See, doesn't it sound easy? Depending on the type of pie will, of course, dictate how you treat your crust. Some pies require that you bake the crust by itself. Some pies require that you par-bake the crust, meaning that you bake the crust just a little bit before you bake the pie and filling together. And some pies require that you bake the pie and the filling all together the whole time. So some of the types of pies, there's custard pie, which is usually an eggy mixture that's baked with the crust. Um, some examples of custard pies are pecan pie, buttermilk pie, chess pie, pumpkin pie. There are pudding pies, and just like it sounds. You bake the crust separately, you fill it with pudding and chill. Sometimes these may be topped with a whipped cream or with a meringue. Meringue does require the extra step of browning it in the oven after the filling has set. Some examples of pudding pies are chocolate, lemon, coconut. Those are all really yummy and delicious, both as whipped cream pies and as meringue pies. Fruit pies. These are baked using a filling that is made of fresh fruit mixed with sugar and a little bit of flour. And as the filling bakes, the fruit creates a lovely sauce that is thickened by the flour. Some of these uh, pies that you may be familiar with are apple pie, blueberry pie, peach, strawberry pie. A different type of pie is a tart. These are very similar to a custard or fruit pie, but they're baked in a different type of pan. Another pie adjacent dessert is cobbler. It is an upside down pie, basically. There is a crust over the top of the filling, but not a bottom crust. It's important to read thoroughly through your pie recipe before you start. Make sure you are familiar with all the techniques that will be used. As I talked about in the last episode, you don't want to be halfway through the steps and be thrown a curveball. Some pies require different baking times, especially some custard pies. You may start at a higher temperature for a small amount of time before lowering the heat and setting in for the longer bake. Pumpkin's a very good example of this. You bake it at 400 for 15 minutes and then you turn your oven down to 350 and then bake it for another 30 to 45 minutes to make sure that that custard gets all the way through and it sets up properly. When doing a pie that requires the crust to be baked all the way before assembling the filling, you want to make sure that you put fork pricks in the crust before you bake it. These should not completely pierce the crust, just indent enough to keep the crust from puffing up. One of the other things you can do though is you can fill the crust with beans, rice, or with baking weights. This will keep the crust down. It will allow the crust to cook all the way through without overbrowning. Once the crust is baked, you will want to wait for it to be completely cool before adding your pudding filling. If not, your filling may melt and make the crust very, very soggy. If making a meringue, chill the completed pie, baked crust, and the filling completely before adding the meringue topping, and then you're gonna broil it until it's just brown 
and looks delicious. Once you take it out of the oven, that meringue is good to go. Thank you for joining me in this episode of In the Kitchen with Cosima. Next time, we're going to talk about cake. I'll discuss different cake types, pans, and frostings. So until next time, here's happy baking. Thank you.